Welcome to the Fantasy Blinka Daily Podcast, where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus. It is hump day, Wednesday, November 2nd, episode number 579. Good morning, Maximus. Good morning. How's everyone doing this morning? <laughs> By everyone I'm here today. Oh, yeah. how was the drive-in? A little slippery. I was surprised because uh, I was uh, kind of celebrating on my way home last night as I was <laughs> doing fin- cookies, fin- no. finishing up. No, I was finishing <laughs> up uh, uh, conferences around six six thirty or so, and uh, the the highway was dry. Wow! And so I yeah. thought, oh, thank goodness, because it's supposed to get cold tonight, and so at least the highway will be dry, and we'll have no problem. Perfect. Well, guess what? The highway it wasn't. wasn't dry. <laughs> How does this happen every know, day? Because, because I swear it didn't rain. It didn't snow last night. Once we kind of got through the initial dumping during the day, that was kind of it. And somehow, I don't know if they sprayed water on the road. Yeah, that's usually uh, what they d- do. I think <laughs> <laughs> they want to give it like, an adventure. I, I, yeah, I do feel like uh, these so-called called chemicals that they put on the road to keep things from freezing sometimes make the roads wet and freezing for some weird weird so that's a new idea you know you just you just uh help all the insurance companies you know you help all the (laughs) all the first responders you go you know they're all bored yeah out on the road before it freezes it's a great idea and you know throw boiling water out too it freezes oh yes yes (laughs) that'll clean that windshield off really fast (laughs) you know what that's that's hilarious well i made. i'm glad you made it in yep of course safe and sound gonna be another great day yeah well i had a fun experience yesterday remember how my wife got in a little fender bender yes in the parking lot lot. fred meyer yeah Yeah. i can't say she did because she just she didn't she was shopping while the car got it was out cruising around you know got banged up a little bit but no i got the bid back yesterday and literally there's like four scrapes on the side of the car and like on the back yes go ahead i get to guess at this one i'm gonna say four scrapes on the back of the car is gonna be twenty eight hundred dollars that's what i thought nice Thirty five hundred dollars. Okay, all right. And it's funny how in your mind that changes things a bit. You know, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, we could probably pay out of pocket around two grand. Maybe some people could do that. You know, but then you go to thirty five, and you're like, "Ah, that's a lot. No, that's a lot. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, so the poor guy, I kind of feel for him, obviously, but um, you know, he sent me over his insurance information, so we'll get that all booked today. I hope. Yeah. Get the body shop booked to fix the car in two months. That'll yes, be nice. that'll be uh, if if then, right? Yeah, exactly. And who knows how this turns out? You might want to just wait till the weather clears and just fix it in June. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's well, that's what I think is like, like for everybody out there who just thinks, you know, hey, I'll just drive a little bit crazy. I have great insurance. That's yeah. not really the problem. The problem is that these body shops charge so much these days, and they're so far out that yeah. you, your car might get 
fixed in three, four months. I mean, now that we're going into the busy season, once our weather starts changing into snow and ice, um, they're going to get back to fender bender time. Yeah. You might not get your beautiful car back to beautiful till summer. You never know. So, (laughs) (laughs) so drive safe everyone out there. Yes. And whatever you you do, don't, whatever you do, don't drop it off to be worked on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, They, they can call you when the bay is open. Yeah, isn't that fun? This is crazy. Well, what do you, you think? Know, of... when, when it's drivable, you know. Yeah, we'll call no you back reason. when it's drivable. I mean, no, but I thought, no, what if it's no really wrecked? To... It wasn't yeah. really wrecked, wrecked. It just has some scrapes. If it was really wrecked, oh, it's probably 15 grand. I mean, come on. It's probably yeah. totaled, you know? Yeah. So, kind of weird. Anyway, what do you think about all the trades yeah. yesterday? Yeah, we had a few trades go down. I didn't write everything down. I really only wrote the, the fantasy relevant ones, the ones I yeah. saw. Uh, so, uh, Bradley Chubb goes to the dolphins. Yeah. Uh, that was big. That was a first rounder, a first and a fourth or something. I mean, it was, yeah. there was a decent amount of uh, draft capital, uh, going along in that one, but it's a great move for the dolphins. Yeah, it is. And he's a great player. Um, he's known as one of the best guys on the team. It's interesting. Cause Russ gave him a big hug and stuff after the game on Sunday, like they knew he was going to hmm. be going. So, so that was interesting. Yeah, and she even commented about it, the reporter. I think she was like, oh, showing some love to your teammates there and blah, blah, blah. He said, yeah, you never know, you know. Never know. But, never but know. so, yeah, Chubb moves or maybe on, you do, Or maybe Dolphins. you do know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the point. Sorry, they do know. Yeah, they do know. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Dolphins, I mean, again, the first-round pick for a guy that is uh, a guy you can build a defense around, that's pretty good. But does this – deteriorate this really good Broncos defense the only way they're in games yeah or do they have or is there a plan do they already have somebody they've been dying to get into the lineup and just clear space so we'll we'll find out uh this week when somebody else either steps in or their defense takes a a small step back yeah exactly Claypool to the Bears (laughs) I really 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 like this because that's what we've been saying about the Bears is all they have is Mooney Vellis Jones hasn't stepped up. Pettis has been there, sort of. He hasn't stepped up, though. Um, Obviously missing Allen Robinson. And here you have Mooney, who is open and can move around. But they need the guy that Fields can lob it up to. And let's see if Claypool can actually go get it. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm great for Fields. Yeah, Uh, great for Fields. I don't don't necessarily see it as an awesome move for Claypool. No, uh, probably. Well, but think about Pickett as a rookie quarterback. Yeah. At least Fields, I mean, in this system, maybe the reason they've been running is because they didn't trust their wide receivers. Yeah. Maybe this can change their run-first approach. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I worry about volume. Yeah. I yes. That they just don't pass the ball enough, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll start to, to open it up a little bit more. Obviously, they've figured out some stuff with fields and getting him moving yeah. around and getting him outside of the pocket and let and designed runs. And uh, so, yeah, maybe, maybe we see a, a little uptick. Are you, are you starting him this week? Well, that is my exact question for you, both you and I. Yes. And, but here's my question though. Let me answer your question with a question. What's the over under on targets that you have to see. So let's say we don't start him this weekend. Okay. I won't. I, well, yeah. maybe I have to, I don't know, but let's say I'm watching his targets and what is the over under like six to yeah, say he's startable I, I, next week. I, that was the number that was in my head. Six. Okay. Okay. Right. So that's where I would go with this is like, okay, if he gets six targets, then they're going to work on their game plan and get him the ball. If he gets three targets, he's benched for good. Yeah. It's not, Cause that's, that's not what we're looking for. 
not yeah. what we're looking for. Uh, what was the exchange in that one? I didn't. I didn't write down what. Oh, what... I actually, I think I have these. Hold on, real quick. If I can do this without cutting us off, you know, yeah. of course. Yeah, you know. Um, we'll let's see here. Um, I think. Bum, 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 bum. Just going through it real quickly here. I'm assuming uh, draft picks. It's the Bears' original second round pick, Ooh. not the pick the Ravens pick. So it's okay. the Bears' pick. Um, so it'll be a higher second round pick. Yeah, for second rounder for Claypool. Interesting. That's okay. not horrible for the Bears. I mean, if I was the Bears, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I guess. I guess. I, I, I think mean, it's a. I think it's a win for the Steelers. They weren't planning to to keep him around anyway. So you get a second rounder as, as, right. with their track record of uh, how they use their draft picks on good yeah. wide receivers. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they'll be able to get a replacement for him easily with that, or maybe you know some defense, or maybe even an offensive lineman. <laughs> Imagine well, that. that would be a good idea. That, that would be a great that. idea. But, but let's think about this. I mean, I'm really looking at this super team concept that the NBA has done, that the MLB has kind of done. You, you know, you see teams building with three or four stars instead of used to be one or two stars. Um, I'm looking at that as wide receivers for the Steelers. Losing Claypool, they only, and I do say only, have Deontay Johnson and Pickens. That Firemuth, okay, fine, but yeah. that's not your third wide receiver. Some of the teams that are having success have great three wide receivers. And we saw that, of course, last year with the Bengals having great, like three great receivers. Yeah. Now we're seeing that kind of falling apart with only two. I know Pickens is probably good, right? Yeah. But Pickett is a young quarterback. And I think all the help he could get, the better. I don't know if this is a step forward or backward for the Steelers, but we'll find out. Well, there, there is that guy. And that's funny. I'm not going to right now uh but there's that guy i picked up and stashed maybe they think he's the thing right the the tyreek hill built type of guy that's little and right. fast and, and has been on the ir the whole year uh maybe he's getting ready to come off the ir I don't know. maybe yeah maybe they do and i'm sure <laughs> they do have know. a plan right some sort of plan we don't right. know their plan but we i just think like this helps fields have a yes. little bit more of a security blanket so and, and hurts I like it and, and hurts picket it's got, yeah. it has to, right. It's one less guy to throw to and, or hand the ball to, I mean, Claypool is true. Is, he, <laughs> he's versatile. So you can do a lot of things with him. So uh, hopefully we will, we'll, we'll hope for the best and yeah. uh, both of us as we uh, have a share and, you know, maybe yeah, or the Claypool experience. Yeah. <laughs> I never wanted to have a bears receiver, but uh, I guess uh, here we are. <laughs> what, what do you do with Nikhil Harry now though? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's the other guy I forgot to talk about. Yeah. Nikhil Harry. He's forgettable. That's the problem. He's had touchdowns in the last two games. Oh, wow. Well, maybe uh, that's their third. Maybe that's their third. And they'll have, maybe. they'll have Mooney back in the slot. You have what, Claypool what, and what, Harry. What about outside. Pettis? What happens to Pettis now? Oh my gosh. Well, you go four wide. I mean, I, I just yeah. do think, I think with <laughs> Herbert in there and I really do think with Herbert, I had this conversation with Coco motion last night. Um, that I do believe Herbert is the better, more versatile fantasy relevant running back. And when I see him on the field, he is making plays. I think the bears in the last two weeks have turned some sort of a corner. I get that Montgomery is like the guy and they want to pound him up the middle, but I I think they're seeing the writing on the wall. You can't run all the time in football games anymore. You have to be able to move the ball. Certain games scripts, it's going to work great. Uh, but others it's not. So you got to be ready to pivot and get a little more Khalil Herbert than Montgomery. Uh, exactly. I, like, I like Montgomery, but he's not, uh, doesn't seem to be as electric as Herbert. 
Exactly. Yep. That's my point. And then the other thing, the other portion of this is that their best running back right now is probably Justin Fields. And when you go four or five wide, that opens up, that brings in a dime package, by the way, for the defense. So that means you have a bunch of smaller five, nine guys that are out there that are, you know, that are cornerbacks. They're fast, but they're smaller. And you run those receivers deep, taking those corners with them. And that leaves a lot of running lanes for fields. I yes. think that, I mean, this is a bona fide way to win in Madden. If you have Lamar Jackson, you just put all your wide receivers out there and then run yep. with Lamar. Yeah. Make, make them go small and spread it out. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a game plan that the bears could utilize right now. Yeah. They're, they're scoring points at the moment, so we'll see yeah. if uh, they increase that. Uh, we had Hawkinson go from the Lions to the Vikings. Kind of an interesting move uh, from, from a Detroit standpoint. Um, really, I see as as a lateral move for Hawkinson. He goes from one team where he was competing for targets with the Monra and DeAndre Swift and you know all the guys there. Now he goes to Minnesota where he's going to compete for uh, catches with <laughs> – for targets with Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and exactly you know, so maybe a more consistent quarterback and offense with the Vikings maybe well I look I yeah I, I see it with that but I also see this as an amazing move for one showing the Vikings want to win yeah this is great I love Irv, this I believe Irv Smith was moved to the IR yesterday okay so that's totally weird I never saw any injury for him but all of a sudden it's season ending I didn't yeah. see anything about that. He's basically gone. They, they decide this. They go get Hawkinson. It seemed like kind of a rushed move considering I didn't even see that Irv was hurt. Classic That's weird. Cla- classic Irv Smith, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, yeah. Like, and so he's gone. <laughs> On the IR. <laughs> but the second thing I love about this thing is that this brings Hawkinson to a contender. Yeah. I love oh, when man, young guys he, can go to a contender. Yeah. How does, how's he feeling about this? I mean, and yeah, you're on a wild how, team. <laughs> how, how rare is it to get an in division trade like this, too? Absolutely. I think it's good for both parties. I mean, at some point, I mean, I wish I could. I really wish that I had like the ability somehow to get into the mindset of the owner, okay, of the Lions, because at some point these first round picks have to start showing something on the field. Hawkinson, I believe Hawkinson was a top pick, wasn't he? He was, yeah, he was way up there yeah. for a tight end, especially. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's say he's top three rounds, either way. But, yeah. but I just feel like he has been very good and. They have so many guys that they've drafted in the first round, and they still have one win. I mean, maybe two. I don't know. But not enough. That's all I'm saying. And so you can't just keep getting rid of guys that are good and (laughs) getting more. One one would think. And it it kind of – the writing's probably on the wall for Irv Smith for the future as a Viking that they're probably not going to invest a whole lot moving forward. Yeah, not now. He's either in a contract year or is really close to it. So. Um, True. You know, this shows that the Vikings are probably going to move forward with Hawkinson and, and that'll be their guy uh, for the future. Now, the one thing I have not seen is what did they have to pay for Hawkinson? That yeah, was not discussed. I, I didn't. I didn't. Again, I didn't dig into uh, I was working on rankings and, and all that. And no, that, there's tr- no trades there's in there. No. So I didn't, uh, didn't dig into what was given up. The next one I, I really like. Uh, Jaguars aren't going anywhere anyway this year. So Calvin right. Ridley to the Jaguars, uh, it, it kind of ensures that Christian Kirk can get back to the, get back to and stay in the slot for the future. Uh, right. once Ridley's back next year, uh, they got him, I believe they got him pretty cheap. Yeah. They got him for, um, a pick that's a fifth, could be a fifth rounder. Okay. Yeah. And a second rounder in 24. 
Okay. Now, but here's where this kind of goes sideways for me. You're giving something for a guy who already stepped away from football. Now, taking out the mental health aspect, okay, we know yeah, on the show, yeah. all our listeners know this is a very sensitive topic. It's very uh, a personal topic for me, and mm-hmm. I am taking that completely out of this conversation. So all I want to talk about here is business sense, okay? Yeah. Business sense, I would never trade anything for a person who had already stepped away from the game because that could happen again. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a second round, and, and, a and we haven't, we, and we haven't been given any details uh, around that either. What you know, what exactly was going on, um, you know, from the mental aspect, or was this, was this hiding some other, some other things? True. That, that when when the, the so-called gambling, although I, I really, yeah, I, I so really stupid. have a, a problem with this being considering he was already <laughs> out. By the way, yeah, he wasn't able to drop passes and control. A Not ball had no control over. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and, and there are so many, there are so many worse things that go on. <laughs> well, maybe with, think, with think these about guys this, uh, speeding through the streets of Vegas and, oh, yeah. and, you know, and then this, this is what they're focusing on. So, well, let's use the D hop suspension as just, um, just as a pattern. Okay. Let's just say, let's say that's the recipe. Okay. Yeah. You get caught six months ago and now you're fined. Okay. Or you're suspended. Okay. Yeah. So let's pretend that Ridley maybe got busted for gambling and they, he was under investigation and maybe this was a very private thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. he was gambling a lot more than we know. And that caused the anxiety that then he stepped away thinking that would make it go away. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's maybe. put a six month time frame on that. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Put yeah. that same six month pattern on that. And then you can say, well, Man, maybe uh, maybe he is all go. Maybe he wants to be involved. Maybe he is. A, I mean, he's a great wide receiver when he's on the field. Yeah. Then maybe that. The in, I think the internals of the NFL understand and know how this works better than we do. And yeah. maybe that's the reason you trade a second rounder and a fifth possible fifth. Yeah, I, I think I I just think it's worth the not <laughs> not it to, is. Uh, it's worth the gamble. <laughs> I like what, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw see it what I'm doing there. And, and uh, Marvin Jones isn't long and obviously what yeah. Zay Jones and, yeah. you know, they're filling in around Kirk yeah. and they and do need and, one. And they'll, they'll have some draft picks to use as well that are going to be pretty decent. I'm sure because yep. they're bad. Uh, Trey Edmonds goes to the Broncos. No, no. What? Chase no. Edmonds. Sorry, Chase Edmonds. Okay, I just about Edmonds. lost my Trey, mind. I was like, Trey what? Edmonds, yeah, that's a Buffalo Bill. <laughs> the that best middle linebacker in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that scored a bunch of points on me this week. No, uh, yeah, uh, Chase, yeah, Chase Edmonds. Edmonds goes go. to the Broncos. In the meantime, the Dolphins were acquiring uh, Jeff Wilson right. from the 49ers. So uh, kind of a, a, you know, a swap and a swap. Uh, it can't hurt Edmonds to go to the Broncos. Cause <laughs> no. Because he was doing nothing in Miami, obviously had uh, that just wasn't the fit that Miami yeah. thought it was going to be, or that right. Edmonds thought it was going to be, or whatever. Because he just, you know, Raheem Mostert had taken that over. But uh, so maybe that's maybe it works out for Edmonds. Maybe not. It just seems really crowded there in Denver. But yeah, uh, and then the news of that Melvin Gordon is our guy. Yeah, haven't you just signed basically two running backs in the last three <sighs> weeks? Yeah. And you're telling us that that guy it's who doesn't get the ball going. is still even, the guy? Even though, yeah, even though the the stats show us that he's not. <laughs> he's not the guy. Melvin's not the guy. Just say Murray's the guy or say Russ is our guy. We'll, or, we'll let or, Russ decide. Or say it's going to be a committee like we know it is. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Everybody's going to have a role. Great. And why do you need more running backs when clearly you have other issues? 
Okay, maybe O line. Now I know the O line guys don't get traded at all, which makes me wonder why. Yeah. Shouldn't O line be like one of the highest traded positions? I would, uh, but maybe it's the most coveted, especially at this. Oh, point it, of is. The year, oh it is. Oh, where, where everybody's hurt. True. Um, nobody has any to spare. That's true. Right? So you're saying O-line, if you have 53 guys on a roster and you have five offensive line starters, you should probably at least have 10 at offensive least. linemen on your team at out least, of 53 guys. At least because in a given game, it seems like they switch out. And, and it's always, well, he's going to come in and play out of position. Right. right? Always. You yeah. don't ever seem to have two right tackles, two left tackles. <laughs> True. Why? Two yeah, left guards, two, right. You never have. Oh, well, there goes the center. So it looks like uh, the guard's going to have to move over and play. What? You don't have another right? center? But we have four running backs. Four running backs. Yeah. Come on, what is going on? <laughs> Put the premium and, and on three tight line. ends. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and really, realistically, you have six wide receivers. Yeah. So I mean, this it just is comical yeah. seeing how this works, and maybe there are some roster limits at positions they can do that we don't know about. Uh, maybe, and and also, I, I guess you you have to factor in the special teams thing, right? You're not going to throw an offensive lineman on too many special teams as far as kickoff coverage. or But why not? Like, think, think about this. Do that. So here's what I would say. Just kick it freaking out of the end zone every time, like you do anyway. Yeah. Put put a bunch of – put nobody out there. Who cares? Put no one out there. Kick it through the end zone, right? Or put a bunch of guys who can't run. The other idea is just get a personal foul every time after a touchdown or field goal. Then you get the ball up even closer to kick it out of bounds, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the most pointless penalty in sports. You could break some guy's leg. And then just kick it out into the stands. That's your penalty, right? Yeah. Which you yeah. were going to do anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, abandon your special teams extra guys and focus on O-line. I mean, it I seems, think that could change seems like a good formula. I, <laughs> I'm just what saying. Are, what I, we, we don't know. know. What we do we know, know right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Wilson to the Dolphins. Uh, obviously, uh, it, it's the former 49ers coaching staff. It, yeah. It's getting crowded in San Francisco, right? Elijah Mitchell is going to come back after uh after their bye week in week 10 uh so in, they could see the writing on the wall that we can go ahead and move on from him they probably didn't get a whole lot for him uh but i think wilson can actually make it more of an impact than edmonds did uh just because they, they can't do can less do. yeah they know what he can do and they like him just like they like Mostert. yeah well and they probably are yeah. always in fear of Mostert being injured so well absolutely i mean Mostert and wilson like get them back together you know the gang's back together but yeah. the injuries yeah. have always happened both for both of those guys for both of them yeah so, so tough. yeah so good uh not the, here's one naeem hines to the bills and zach moss to the colts i see this one personally i see this as a salary dump for indianapolis right they had paid absolutely. hines a bunch of money yep. right so they get to bring in moss who i believe is a free agent after this year and they can just ride that out and won't cost them a penny. Uh, yeah. They get they get, get out from underneath the Heinz um, the Heinz contract, which is pretty big yeah. for a running back, uh, especially with that role. Uh, yeah. You know he, he, I don't know. I like James Cook. He looked really Me good too. for uh, the Bills in the action, the limited action that he got uh, over Me the too. weekend. <laughs> I kind of like him. If anybody's going to jump Singletary, it's going to be Cook. So I don't know where Hines exactly fits in. With well, the and, that's, and, and hasn't Singletary been the third down back? Like, isn't that his yeah, role? He's been, every, his he's role? been everything. When no, he's but I mean the in the past, like last year, yeah. like wasn't he the guy who came in for receiving downs? Now all of a sudden he's the number one, which is great. We love seeing that. We love seeing the third, three down back. But 
Neheim has always been the third down back. He's kind of that J.D. McKissick guy. Yeah. They bring him yeah. in when they can't, you know, when they don't need two yards, they need eight yards. Yeah. Now, I mean, I love Neheim, by the way. And I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Neheim sounds better than Neheim. I don't yeah, even know how you say it. Yeah. But I, I love this guy's athletic ability. He is one of the most electric guys in the game. And we see it so rarely because the Colts didn't need him. They didn't need him out there very much with, with Taylor, obviously. But I really, I really hate this move for Moss because as you demonstrated this morning in the freaking KFL and outsmarted everyone again, even though you paid $15 for Deion Jackson, Mm -hmm. Deion Jackson is amazing. Amazing. And and we'll have a bigger role now. I think Zach Moss just gets Moss is gone. I I think this is totally a salary move. And I could be completely wrong on this. I, I haven't heard anything. Uh, along those lines but to me i know what heinz was making yeah i know what moss is making and and that he is uh, just about to the end of his contract as it is i just it, i think and it, he hasn't been just, great it, it no it just to me it just says all and i'm going to be completely wrong watch moss will come in and get <laughs> he'll replace taylor <laughs> yeah, yeah, go to the he'll, practice he'll, he'll get 15 <laughs> carries right right out of the shoot exactly and, and, and look spectacular for uh, a really bad colts team but uh yeah so i figured yeah, let's go ahead and get Dion uh, on board. Since I have Taylor, ah, right? So and, he, and, and he came in. He's and proven got, already. Yeah, he this came in. And guy, man. Yeah, he's been amazing. When, when Taylor was gone, so I forgot. Yeah. I literally went in right after he was dropped. I think DeBrook dropped him. I DeBrook think, dropped him Sunday yep. or something. And I was like, I, yeah, I looked at him. it then. Yeah, I looked at it then and was like, eh, you know. But then when the trade happened, like, oh yeah, so they're you know, they're they're moving on. So you won that one. I wish you wouldn't have paid fifteen bucks because you won it like that. You should like display I didn't, a flag. I haven't looked. Did I? Uh, there was no one else even no, tried. No, there'd be I forgot. Like I forgot about it. It sucks. But you've won that one. And if Taylor's down for any extended period of time, you could win this thing with stinking Deion Jackson, man. Yeah. Man, Him and was... your dumb uh, Tennessee guy. What's his name? Foreman. <laughs> Deonta Foreman. Man, you're Dion and Deonta. Change your yeah, team name, will you? It's the, the D. The big D's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the battle. Okay, never mind. We're done. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that those were the uh, the what I saw as the fantasy relevant ones. There were some other defensive guys that changed hands that probably will make an impact somewhere. I think somebody somebody went to Pittsburgh from somewhere, and yeah. somebody you know, there was a little shuffling around, but it was a little anticlimactic right we wanted well, cream we wanted cream hunt yes. moved and it sounded like it was in the works but they wanted more they they wanted like a fourth round pick and somebody wasn't willing to give a fourth round pick for cream hunt <laughs> yeah i would give a first round pick for cream hunt oh no joke i mean yeah. what are you going to get with a first round pick clyde edwards alaire give me a freaking yeah. break these like i swear by this get a guy that you know is a stud don't yeah. worry about going out and just getting some young guy that could be a stud that maybe has off the field issues or temperament issues or work ethic issues. Go get a guy or, or, who is or gets guaranteed. hurt or, or gets hurt. Cream Hunt's yeah. been healthy. He's been strong. He's he's proven it. And he's such a good running back. And I'm sorry for all those people that have Cream Hunt. They were really yeah. looking forward to him going yeah. smart. Good. Or those that traded for him. Ha ha the broke. Uh, I, I think I tra- I traded for him, uh, Jack, uh, Did you? Jackson. I traded for him in the, in our redraft league. Oh, uh, you're hoping, in the boat too. <clears throat> hoping that that was going to be it, and uh, at, you know, at two and six now, we're just we're done. I mean, That's that was awesome. a, we we were Last throwing it all in. The, yeah, it was. It was a hail mary to see if we could <laughs> save the season, and we couldn't. So you know, better luck next year. Better luck next year. But hey, you know what? Brandon Cooks did also not move. 
No. So, uh, no, and, and it was funny, too, that. because, yeah, there were reports that he was not at the walkthrough yesterday, and everybody's wow. like, ooh, this, well, yeah, he must be on a movie. He's not even at practice today. So, yeah. that, yeah, and then nothing. Nothing. I would like to see him in the in the bolts. Uh, with the bolts oh, on his shoulders go. would have been a nice fit, I think, in, Man, in Los Angeles. Nice. But yeah, he's only been but, a thousand yard receiver every stinking year of his career. Um, yeah, this is like this is a guy who is on a team that's going nowhere, and I believe that he does probably deserve better than that. And and he likes to move. Apparently, he does. He probably doesn't even own a house. He's in been any on city about he's been. yeah. He's been on about nineteen teams already. <laughs> so what you know? Why why not a twentieth team? So yeah. So the Texans get nothing for Cooks except Cooks. Nothing. So. nothing. Yeah. Uh, so rankings. Let's get into the rankings. And I switched it up this week. We're halfway through the year, and I thought, hey, now the time, a good time to get away from the overall, overall nice. numbers and get to average. I like right? it. Average, and it changed things up a little bit. And at a couple of positions, it really shook it up. So it's going to be kind of fun to go through these. Not so much at the quarterback position. Uh, can you go from is, the bottom? Hold on. Can you go from the bottom oh, I up? I can. I can. Uh, Build the drama. 12, number 12 <laughs> at quarterback is Taylor Heineke. At yes! At 1.3 points per game. Two games. Love it. Yeah. It's, hey, it's not bad. Justin Herbert is number 11 at 22.2 points oh, per game. Oh, supposed to be the number one this year. <laughs> Doesn't feel like he gets 22.2, does no, it? No, it does not. Like 15 sounds yeah, about right. 15 seems like the ceiling. Joe Flacco at number 10. At <laughs> here's 20... the problem with season average. <laughs> yeah, here's the problem. There's, there's going to be a couple in here that we're going to be like, oh, okay. That's so, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, 22.9, just in case he gets another chance. Geno Smith at number 9 at 23.4, tied with wow. Carson Wentz at number 8. So you got two commander quarterbacks in the top 12. That should points. say something. It should. Right? I like that. 23.4. Kyler Murray's number seven at 23.8. Uh, Tua, number six at 27.3. Okay. Uh, uh, Lamar at number five at uh, 9.5. There you go. Wow. Uh, Jalen Hurts gets you uh, 29.8 points a game at number four. And this is insane scoring. So this insane is PPR, score. but PPR, but six point. Yeah. It's six point to passing touchdown, six point rushing touchdown. Yeah, and some bonuses and some different things figured in there. Uh, Burrow at number three is getting you 32.3. Climbed points back per in. Game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your number two quarterback at 34 and a half points per Aaron game. Aaron Rodgers. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Patrick <what>? Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just and, and look at this. Look at this jump. At How many was Mahomes? One, Sorry. How much was Mahomes? 34.5. 34.5 okay. points a game. At number one, Josh Allen at 39.2 points per game. Very cool. And last game wasn't all that great. So No. I think he's points. still running four, on like two that's games. 40 right? points a game, man. Yeah. Over, yeah I like over, the six touchdown yeah. points. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, to the running backs. Uh, Dalvin Cook comes in at number 12 at 17.3 wow. points per game. He's tied. Uh, with the number 11 or 12, Ramondre Stevenson at also at 17.3. I like that. DeAndre Swift gets you 17.5 points per game. In three games? Yeah, but yeah. that's where you get the average, right? So yep. we don't yep. have – this is – when he's on the field, this is what he gets you. So, True. Uh, Aaron Jones, 17.9 at number nine. Uh, and we got to throw this one out. But Brees Hall was getting you 18.4 at number eight. Uh, Alvin Kamara, number seven, at twenty point three points a game. Nice. Okay. Seems high to me. I thought, uh, I, yep. but that takes out all the games he missed, right? So, right. 
Uh, Saquon Barkley at number six at 21 and a half points. Wow. Six? Six. I thought he'd be easy top three. That's yeah. insane. He's yeah, been McCaff- scoring like 20 a week, it seems. He has, very, but exactly that, Every week. 21 and a half a week. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't get 28. He gets 21 and a half. Yeah, but he, he hasn't missed one week. No. So that's good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey at number five at 22.3. He's actually tied with the number four or five, Josh Jacobs, also at 22.3. Wow. Uh, Nick Chubb comes in at three, just Mr. Consistent. What right? in the world? 24 points a game. Yep. Uh, he's just behind Derrick Henry, who's number two at 24.4. And, you know, of course, we get to take the bye week out of this. Uh, Austin yep. Eckler, with, even with that slow start, at 25.7 points per game, the number one running back. <sighs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Hope he stays solid. healthy. Uh, wide receiver, Amari Cooper, comes in at 12 at 17.2. Nice. Uh, Mike Evans at 11 to 17.8. Uh, Mark, all the missed games out. He's yeah, 19.1, right? Yep. At, at number 10, Devontae Adams is 9 at 20.3. <laughs> and he gets to take out the one point. Yeah, yeah not yeah, really. Great, but... great game last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that, yeah, that probably <laughs> knocked him down a few spots, that one game. Uh, A.J. Brown uh, at number 8 at 20.7 points per week. Wow. Number seven is Jalen Waddle at 21.1. Jamar Chase comes in at six at 23.5. Then you jump to uh, the number five guy, Justin Jefferson, at 24.1 points per week. Is number five. Five. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 24. (sighs) That's a lot of points, 24 a week. Uh, Tyreek Hill is number four at 25.9. There we go. Okay. Uh, Cooper Cup is number three at 28.0 points per game. Man, I'm really scrambling here to figure out who the top few guys are. <laughs> I'm just not paying number attention, two, I guess. N- number two, uh, Stefan Diggs, 29 oh, and a is. half points a week. And your number one wide receiver at 32.1 points is DeAndre Hopkins. Ah, I don't like that. I do. It's That's it great. shows his value, right? Well, I get. I played, yeah. He's played two games and he's averaged thirty-two points per no, game. No, I I it's love exactly average, what, but yeah, That's this just, is exactly uh, what he does yep. for your team, and it's what he does for Arizona as well. This is and this is what Calvin Johnson did. It's when you force feed a guy. Yeah, you know. And why don't although there do although more? there was uh, there was enough left for Rondale last week he was like seven for ninety and a touchdown as well so he was yeah. he was involved uh, no running game to speak of none yeah, uh, yeah. so well cool uh, and right. and Zach Ertz Zach Ertz was involved as well so uh, you know there's there's mouths to feed we also have who do we I feel like we have oh yeah Marquise Brown hasn't even come back yet yeah so that'll be we'll interesting. See. Yeah, we'll see how the, if there's enough to yeah. feed everyone. Uh, if we go to the tight end position, uh, uh, Gerald Everett comes in at twelve at nine point nine point. This is where it just drops, you know. Yeah. Uh, nine point nine a game. Conklin is eleven at ten point one. Okay. Friermuth is number ten at ten point seven. Uh, in Joku, uh, you know, yeah. that's not a thing. Uh, nine at eleven point three. <laughs> uh, Dallas Goddard was eight at eleven point four. That's every uh, this, week. This allows George Kittle to jump into the top 12 at right. 11.7, even with all the missed games. Uh, yep. How about this one? Number six, Greg Dulcich. There we go. At 12.1 points a game. Nice. Going forward, this is a guy that you can very play excited about him. every single week. He just He's finding his way into the offense, and he's open all Russ the time. Russ trusts him, and he catches yep. the ball, which is crazy. Yep. 
And People then catching go, the ball. Come and on. then they go on a bye. Yes, of course. They need uh, Zach, Zach Ertz at number five at 12.3. Hawkinson is four at 12.9. Uh, Taysom Hill is three at 13.3. And uh, Mark Andrews, uh, 16.4 is number two. And Travis Kelsey, uh, 22.4 points per game for your uh, Travis Kelsey. And how much was Everett? Everett was 9.9. Okay, so two and a half times the points let's just say yes. for fun between Everett and Kelsey yeah uh, well the one thing I don't like about this is Hawkinson of course like this is what I okay I love average just so you know I love it we yeah. should do average okay yeah. but what I don't like about average is that Hawkinson can get 50 and one yep. and three and yep. two and 20 and one and it's just frustrating because you're like can you start that guy yeah that's tough if you have Dolcic and you have Hawkinson like, yeah. are you starting Hawkinson? That's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, it's so. tricky. Tricky. And we'll uh, see and now. I, and I've got, uh, in, in MSD, I have, get this, I have Waller, I have, Kittle, I have Kittle, and I have Dulcich. <laughs> well, he's their starter. Dulcich is, Dulcich is the guy. So, yeah. I love yeah. what I've seen uh, out of him so, 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 take this one. So, everybody always worries uh, when they pick Travis Kelsey in the first round. Did I make a good decision with this right. as far as I go? So, Kelsey's at 22.4 points per game. That Perfect. would put him at number five as a wide receiver. He's okay. just below Tyreek and just above Justin Jefferson. In, nice. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, no, he would be at number seven. Okay. He's just below Jam- Jamar Chase. Uh, okay. Sorry, I missed that one. And, and, and as, a, as a running back? He would be num- he would be number four. Yeah. He would be just behind Chubb and just ahead of Jacobs if you took that points per game average. So, uh, so and, it's and exactly would, right with a first round pick. Yeah, and he would be a number. He would be the number ten quarterback. Nice. Yeah. I'd like to see him be quarterback. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. I think he could <laughs> think do he's it. Done uh, one or twice. Uh, they had the Kelsey brothers on the Manning cast, which was hilarious. Nice. There we by go. The way, for anybody that saw that or anybody that didn't catch it, they are and they had a, uh, they had all kinds of great childhood stories and pictures, and uh, they just are a crack up. And, That's cool. And, and they have the, a podcast. And they have a podcast. They talked about that too, as well. So I'm going to have to check into that one because uh they they are funny they are so um so i think it's a hunting podcast though i think it's like hunting and fishing and outdoors oh is that right i think so yeah okay so it's them just being crazy but never i guess i I don't like the outdoors i'm not a hunter at all i I, I like to catch i like to catch a fish but you know i'm not you know into shooting bambi so um (laughs) there you go uh but the, yeah hilarious so uh they did they showed uh halloween so kelsey the uh jason kelsey the older of the yes. two right uh is not real into dressing up you know on game right. day, i guess so they show him so they show a picture of him and he's you know shows up to game day in uh uh, in jeans, a ratty t-shirt, and flip-flops as he's walking in the stadium. Right. So one of his teammates thought it would be hilarious uh, to have for Halloween to dress up as Jason Kelsey. And, <laughs> and oh, and they showed the pictures of them side by side. And you could probably Google awesome. this. It was great. The, Looked the, like the guy, him, huh? the guy, oh, the guy nailed the costume 100% and had a wig on. They had so his hair funny. all messed up. Like, yeah, 
it was really really funny so those two are well uh, he had a batman mask on during the game yeah he did (laughs) that was weird i don't know why i don't know what that's about but yeah and he said he had to they asked him about that too and showed the picture and he said well you know couldn't do that too early you know you had to make sure the game was kind of well in hand whatever Uh, because you know it can be perceived as as you know, just yeah. looping around and, you know, we wouldn't want to have fun. No, no, like, no. We no, wouldn't want to take off our helmet after an amazing touchdown. It's such or, a know. serious sport. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Boys chasing yeah. a ball for millions of dollars. Yes. yes. Uh, let, so let's do the defenses. I, I wrote those yes. down for, just for oh, you. Just for you because you. I know you like that. Go. Coming in at number 12 at 11.6 points per game would be the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Uh, climbing, I feel like this is climbing quickly. Uh, the Titans come in at number yep. 11 at 12. As usual. Uh, the Ravens are 10 at 12.3. Ah, uh, 10? Ugh, come on, boys, be better. I know. They're going to get better because they just got Roquan Smith, true. right? That's true. Ooh, baby. Yeah. That's going to get Patrick Queen motivated to not get I hope, cut. <laughs> I hope so. He's been the, their best linebacker all year, so right. hopefully, hopefully it will get even better. Of course, uh, when I have to start him, Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> he got me a solid six and a half points, so that was Yay! great. Thanks. Uh, his worst game of the season, uh, <laughs> and it's great in the notes. You know, the game notes when they say, "And this was his worst outing of the year." Like, gosh, oh, great! Like, he saved that up for me. On, on yeah, when Cole, when Cole Holcomb was out injured, that that's when he brought that that six and a half points. Thanks out. a lot, pal. Never and I still again. scored three hundred ninety-seven points, even with wow. that queen. Take that. If he could have got you nine, you could have broke the 400. Could have broke the record. Uh, so we got Seahawks at 12.4 at nine. Nice. I feel like this is awesome. I mean, just they're, they're overachieving and just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks at number eight at 12.6. Yep. Uh, Broncos seven at 13 points. Wow. Okay. I feel like they, I feel like they've accomplished more than that. Uh, the Jets yeah. at number six, 13.3 points a game. Really. Really? Oh, uh, hold on real quickly. So back real quick to the Broncos. I just remembered this and I was meaning to talk about this yesterday or Monday was that Pastor Tan and their other corner Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were both the AP like projected number one and number two cornerbacks in high school. They played on the same team. Wow. Now they play on the same team again, and this is part imagine, of the Broncos. Ima- imagine the lockdown that was going on in that high school league. Yeah. Holy smoke. I can only imagine. And now they're both on the same team on again. On the same team again. Like, wow. man, okay, this kind of chemistry and this kind of trust, though, that's yep. good luck throwing to one or the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. And, yeah, Sertan is just And the Jets, Sauce Gardner. So. And, and uh, Sertan, the thing about Sertan is he's big he is big he's like right? brandon he's not just, uh, he's not just the the cover guy that's speedy and, and able to man he he puts a lick on guys exactly which you, you <laughs> rarely see uh i you believe do not brandon see. browner was that <laughs> yeah. it for the seahawks yeah. yeah uh he was like that part of the legion of boom that's like former oregon state beaver yeah he was like six <laughs> one yeah. he so. was big yeah he was a big big dude yeah uh yeah so then uh niners come in at five at 14 points a week all right and the the patriots at four at 14.6 bills at three at 16 points a week whoa who is in the top two number two are the eagles at 16.3 points a week and your number one defense on average the dallas cowboys Cowboys. at 17.9 points per week they just sack and they sack team guys and they they intercept (laughs) the ball and yeah they do they score touchdowns they just yeah they 
they pad those points. So do we have a? I know this is just jumping this because good job. Thank you for doing defenses, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But do we have like right now? Can we do our two early Super Bowl predictions? <laughs> too uh, late Super Bowl predictions. I, I was going to say didn't didn't I? I'm pretty <laughs> no, sure I, already, reset. <laughs> I already said that. Oh no, I said the Saints. Didn't I? Are you sure the Saints? I think you did the Saints. Uh, or... <laughs> I, but I like the Eagles. I, you remember that. Right. I like the Eagles right. a lot. We both like the Eagles. Yep. Yeah. But hey, right we... now, Eagles-Cowboys, who wins that game? Man, that's uh, going to be fun. Yeah, Eagles are going to win that game. Didn't they already play sure? once? Are you sure? Didn't they already play once? Probably, and they will again. But I'm just yeah. saying, now with Dak back and how they're looking on offense, like, Eagles just beat them a couple weeks ago because that was the uh, Cooper Rush three interceptions in the first quarter. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. But with Dak, and what my, my theory is here, who do we have now? We have Bills, obviously. Bills have been a, the darling all year. I know that yeah. they will not win the Super Bowl. I don't know how no, I know the that. Chiefs are gonna, the Chiefs are going to be. Yeah, I feel it's either right? going to be the Chiefs or it's going to be like some strange team that we never saw coming. But um, this is just something right now where so, there's so many uh, middle-of-the-road teams that it scares me because this happens freaking every year. We have the best teams, and then in the one game, it just doesn't work out. Yeah. It so better. I'm, Man, I'm I'd, love to see, I'd love to see Bill's Eagles. That would be great. Bill's Eagles would be the best, of course. But we know how this works, and the Phillies are in the World Series. And last night, oh, they put a smackdown. Five home runs. Five home runs. Yeah, Ranger, Ranger Suarez looked good, too. Five and a, five and a third. Uh, didn't give anything up, and then the bullpen came in and shut it down, and and yeah, so they're up two one. Uh, play again tonight. That's so what? It, but think about our defenses we just talked about, right? Yeah. One of these teams, one of these top ten defenses, will be a wild card team. Okay. Yeah. And and guess what's going to happen? They're going to beat somebody in the wild card round. They're going to beat somebody in the divisional round. They're going to beat somebody in the championship round. And all of a sudden. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> We're like, no. I, I'm looking at it right now. I can Who tell is you it? who's going to do it. It's going to be Vikings? the, stu- the was... stupid Niners. The Niners. There it is. The number five yep. defense. Yep. There you and go. they've got McCaffrey and they're going to get Elijah Mitchell. But, it just, and but Debo, what about the Debo's going to get healthy. God. Yeah, I mean yeah, that would be the, Seahawks, the worst right? part. Like, think about yeah. this: what if it's the Seahawks? That would be the absolute worst. Now, even as a Seahawks fan, I would be tongue in cheek rooting for them because I yeah. called they wouldn't win five games, which they yeah. will do next weekend or this well, weekend. They already have; they're five and three now. There you go. Then they've done it. <laughs> then they've done it. All right, we're good. So, but I just feel like this is just a thing that is like going to happen, and it feels like there's too much parody yeah. in the stupid sport uh, that. Man, our best team, if they slip up or that defense has figured them out somehow by then, yeah, I, I just, ugh, it's going to happen. <laughs> Speaking of the Kelsey brothers, though, it would be fun to see a, a Chiefs-Eagles battle, too. That'd be where, fun. Where, where they could get after each other. That would be fun. Well, <laughs> I don't opposite know he, sides, I don't know if he was kid. I don't know if he was joking or whatever, because uh, they were asking him, did you, you know, what was your high school team like when you guys played together? And, and uh, Jason, of course, said, oh. You know, we never got to play together because every time we got a chance, uh, Travis was ineligible. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they were kidding. I couldn't really tell because they were. I had probably to not. He was a me. troubled yeah. kid in high school. I do know that he was <laughs> screwing around. Yeah, it's causing uh, trouble. They talked about the last time that they had gotten into a fist fight as well. Funny. <laughs> there we go. Uh, they, were, they were playing a pickup game of basketball on their front on their front driveway. Yep. And yep. and. and uh, I think Travis, I believe.
Jason in the game and, and uh, Jason punched him right in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that led to, oh, oh, that led to, they went in, they went, it kind of carried over into the house and, and, uh, and Jason slammed him or no, Travis, whoever got punched. Yeah. It slammed him into the dining room table and just about took their dad out and, it just, oh, then you wake the Papa Bear. Yeah, yeah it was just. Yeah, it was. If you can, I'm sure you can YouTube it. Uh, you can probably go back and it, they were on for for quite a while. But it, it it's worth a watch. It really That's was fun. Uh, entertaining uh, television. In you know when when the game wasn't. I don't even know what was going on in the game. It wasn't a great game. It no, it was over. Bengals and the Browns, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. So they did get to to chat it up and. It was good. good that would be fun having two boys in a way. Now, I know that Poo Poo Magoo deals with this. I having two daughters and you having one son do not deal with this sort of thing. Yeah. But I have witnessed the boys of the Poo Poo Magoo going to <laughs> town on each other, just <laughs> sitting on the couch and nothing funner to me to watch. I love seeing that. And just like the competition level between brothers and all it does is drive them each to be better than each other, which makes than anyone else on the block so that's yeah. the kind of cool competition level i love seeing between brothers and that's usually why you have successful pairs of brothers yeah they, they had they showed a picture picture of them they probably were like uh pro- probably eight and ten or something and they oh, were, yeah. were wearing their football football uniforms and and jason's kind of standing in in the in the foreground and in the background it, it, travis looks like he's looks like he's stumbling around you know he's not yeah. looking at the camera or anything and he says well you know that that i was drunk in that picture so <laughs> couldn't even stand Bro, up you're 10 years old no. <laughs> wow yeah, yeah and you never know i mean maybe they just screw around too much but yeah. that is fun i mean that's good times yeah, good stuff. Well, well so we got phillies tonight i'm stoked to phillies see them because i didn't watch last uh, night yeah, I didn't either. Um, what was I'm I doing? Honest, oh, I, was, I had conferences, and it was kind of over by the time I got home. I got home about quarter to seven, and, and at that point, it was. I looked. I looked at my phone, and it was the eighth inning, and it was seven nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't mess with this one. And then, uh, yeah, so maybe tonight will be a little bit better. Uh, yeah, closer game, or hope, hopefully not. I, I'm okay if the Phillies beat them twelve nothing tonight. Yeah, I mean, is Roy Halladay pitching tonight? I'm oh, sorry, man. I just had to ask. That'd be, that'd this is funny. Great. It's just funny. Probably still. Oh, my didn't bad. Holiday my pass bad, away. Yeah, my bad. Bad. I totally had forgotten about that. Son One of my again. favorite pitchers Son of, of all again. time. Yep. Yep. Man, I had forgotten about that. Rest in peace, Roy Holiday. Sorry, Roy. I hope yeah. the Phillies uh, go the out Phillies. For Roy. smack the Astros yep. in the face tonight with yep. whoever is pitching. Yeah, probably be yep. Verlander tonight, maybe. Yep. For Roy. Uh, I believe. Did McCullers go last night? Yeah. So maybe Javier tonight. I don't know what the Astros have so many stinking pitchers. Uh, in this yeah, but you know how World know. Series goes. They bring out the same guy every two nights. It seems. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I hate that so we can, much. We can get another three <laughs> innings out of him. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? You got like your fourth guy that was like a stud for you all season. Yeah. Remember when you won 112 games? You know, that guy had uh, something. During the regular that. season? You, yeah, yeah. You had guys every night that were pitching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I can't wait. I'm excited to watch this tonight, and uh, I want to see Bryce hit a home run. It's been a long time since I've seen him hit a home run. Last yeah. night, I know he did, but for me hit personally, one, yeah, I'm... hit one in the first inning, and then uh, <clears throat> then so uh, Schwarber, Schwarber, and uh, Hoskins went back to back later in the game. Oh, so fun! So they said McCullers was tipping his pitches. I'd love some okay. clarification on what that means. Um, like, 
I, I don't get how they do it. Do you, like, is there like I don't get how as a batter you know it's what's coming based on what a pitcher's doing. Yeah, is there? Yeah, I'd like they I, say I'd, like, I'd like to hear a little bit more about this. So somebody in the chat chime yeah. in for with how how a pitcher tips. I mean, obviously, uh, it it has a lot to do with grip. Right. So are they doing something different with a different pitch inside of their glove where they hold it a different way or um... maybe they're doing it outside the glove so batters can see it maybe. But is this a call like when the sign is now. So the sign's all done now digitally. Yeah. And so they shake it off. Right. They still shake it off. So yeah, it'll be change up, shake it off, change up, shake it off fastball. Yeah. Okay. And now does the batter just know? Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's go. Nothing it's going to be left. a fastball. Somehow. He's got nothing, he's got nothing left. <laughs> but this is all like, it's not like you can look down and see the signs. And yeah. maybe he's standing a certain way when he throws a fastball. Or maybe he holds his glove a certain way. Or maybe there's something. But how does a batter know this? Yeah. Like, um, how, it's not a poker game. You don't get all night. No. You have like three Research, <laughs> research right? <laughs> Study. Studying film, I guess. You know, you watch. Maybe. Maybe you're looking at exact, exactly what he's doing every time he throws a curveball or what he's doing every time he throws. So I would have to believe it has something that's going on inside the glove with the grip and the way that the pitcher is doing something there. But, you know, <clears throat> yeah, feel free, anyone, uh, yeah. chime in as to how uh, pitchers are <clears throat> tipping pitches. Tipping pitches where's your, where's your water caught. at? Where's I know, your water struggling. At? I got my tea right here, but I – uh, I kind of jumped on before it was ready, and it's just kind of sitting here. So, because yeah. you were, we'll you, were ready, you, were, you were ready, and I was late, and I was like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, let's no, do no. it, let's do it. It's a good thing because uh, you know we're still uh, we're linking into an into the hour zone almost. And uh, true, yeah, yeah. Well, good. So let's get out of here. Let's get let's out do here. it. Tomorrow we will have. Uh, well, yeah, we're getting into football. It's Thursday already. Yes. Again, tomorrow we'll get into our early morning games. I heard today with the six buys, it's a little bit messy the afternoon games there are two 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 afternoon games on sunday for us to choose cool Uh, well that means at least red zone will be on because red zone can't be on if there's only one game so that means that red zone will go between those two games only and so you'll see those games all day which will be does the red zone ever split it just do a split screen um they do if it's like the last two minutes an important time but usually no because there's so much time between plays I yeah. think in actual they like to they like to bounce back and forth. And, yeah, because in actuality, I think there's only four minutes of actual football in a football game. Yeah, yeah. So they do go back and forth a lot, which is fun. I like it because I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see all this other junk they show. Show me the play. I think, I, I think I'm going to do it. I think I think I'm going to throw the nine dollars in. Uh, nine dollars. That's all it has been for for the next couple months, <laughs> and get, get the red zone and fire it up. And, and see what I'm missing here. Do it up, man. Because I, I the only it. time I've ever seen the red zone, actually seen the red zone, uh, even when I had the NFL package, I I didn't use the red zone because I always had that six games going in one one screen. Yeah. Right. I was like that. Uh, was in Green Bay when we were getting ready to go into the game. We were hanging out and tailgating, and the TVs there were in the red zone. And I was like, yeah. "Hey, this is really cool, man!" It I'm is just, really like jump cool. from one game to the other. And I used to, I used to, before I had Red Zone, I used to kind of hate on it because I thought that it was more like uh, stealing from the, you know, after the plays and before the plays coaching stuff and all that kind of fun stuff. But the more I've watched Red Zone, the more I love it, that it just gives me what's happening. I'm just in the moment all day. Seven hours. Do they do a lot of 
commercials or there's zero commercials for seven hours no commercials not one it's just football 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 play 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 it's amazing i can't believe i didn't do this six weeks ago all right i'm sorry i've been trying i'll get in i'll get in all right everybody have a great wednesday we'll have uh we'll have our previews we'll have some waivers clearing on the guillotines tomorrow so we'll see uh what exactly happens there uh it's gonna be gonna be interesting especially in coast to coast i feel like there's more guys in that one uh than there are in um in the insane team so we'll uh talk about those a little bit tomorrow and get into it and yeah. you know we'll, we'll, uh, we can't leave today without saying hump day so i got it in yep yeah. so have, every, yeah everybody <laughs> have a great hump day for the fantasy Woo! blink i'm the commission he's clintus maximus and we are over and out see ya <laughs>